0: You could sit here and analyze. all oh, which flight school am I going to go to? And 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 uh, what's uh, should I relocate? And, th- and this and that. And and what kind of planes do they have? And am I going to should I do an accelerated program or should I do a, a short one? Or uh, you know all. And, and you could sit there and just analyze this stuff and never take action, right. and you're never going to be a pilot. You know, you're better off just just starting somewhere and you know seeing what
1: happens. You, know? you can do anything you want. Being persistent right. and passionate is gonna beat natural talent every time. Hello, welcome to the Pro Pilot Playbook. I'm Mike Martin, and I'm Sean Ritchie.
0: Yeah, where we give you the tips, tricks, and hacks uh, to become a pilot faster and cheaper. And uh, we're holding up to our word here. We're trying to do this weekly. Um, the, the response from, from our podcast has been wonderful. We love the encouragement and the comments and everything. And uh, you guys are the reason we do this. And, uh, you know, the more that we do this, the easier that it's becoming. And the reason why is we're constantly receiving emails from you guys with great questions that give us topics for these podcasts. Um, and we're also now, which we love, um re- receiving interview requests from people um, now that we've started our interview segment so if you have an interesting story uh regarding aviation and you feel like it would be very beneficial to young pilots and people thinking of of coming on board uh certainly uh drop us an email or, or comment or dm uh and uh, we'll try to get you scheduled to be on the podcast we currently have you know three or four good interviews in the queue that we're working for so we have lots of lots of good things but today We wanted to uh, go through a couple uh, emails that we've been receiving and comments, and uh, we got a good one today. So I'll let Sean take that away.
1: Yeah, real quick on the interview thing. I mean, this is episode 66, which is awesome. I mean yeah Uh, I think it's amazing we've made it this far but it's we made it this far because this thing is is helping people this is working this little project we got going here and the interviews we've been doing are from um you know episodes that were a hit like we had Jordan on the whole skipping your CFI thing um one of the one of the interviews Mike just referenced that we have hanging in the wings that we might do is a is a, a A guy just like one of you guys or girls out there that uh you know bought their own airplane to do their flight training and I think this gentleman even uh started his own flight school went the extra step and did that but uh we have a comment speaking of the interview thing and and I know those episodes are longer um I don't know some of you may like the longer episodes some of you may not I don't know i'm i I like the whole episode that's just long enough for my car ride to work or the airport yeah (laughs) but anyway q dog writes in i i wanted to read this one on the air because it really it coincides with what i just mentioned that this thing is working and we're we're helping people and yeah for sure i read this and man it just gave me a lump in my throat i love this This just came in a comment on the episode we just did where we interviewed the fighter pilot and uh, Major Warren Warner, that uh, the F-16 pilot. And Q-Dog says, Going from graduate in 2019, not knowing what I wanted to do, then feeling even more lost because of COVID, and spiraling even more after my aunt passed away at 29. I leave off with this. I didn't catch the flying bug. All I I led off with this is what I think what he meant to say. Uh, I didn't catch the flying bug. It caught me. I never felt such a strong calling before ever in my life to do anything, ever. I'm glad to say that now I've got things figured out. Met great people, and I'm driven by my obsession for aviation. I'm more happier than ever to embark on my journey at 22 my thanks go out to both of you guys for taking the time and effort to spread this knowledge as well as interviewing great individuals and having them share their stories and knowledge thank god for letting me come across the world of aviation
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome man that's the first time i heard that i actually missed that email so yeah man that is that, that guy uh that that's great it's great we appreciate the compliments and the comments. Um, uh, and, and, you know, we're meeting great people on the way. I forgot to tell you, Sean, Jamal, uh, text me from the ATP interview and he's got his, uh, he passed his instrument check around with flying colors. So he's moved that's, on to commercial. Yeah. Yeah. That's he,
1: great. He, Congrats, Jamal. It, I'm, I'm hopefully you're watching this. Uh, yeah that is fantastic news congrats
0: yeah we're going to keep in touch with him and uh, when he has a big update for us on you know when he uh, progresses in his career I'm we're certain we're going to check back in with him
1: yeah you know I don't I'm sure other people would agree with me on this for me I the instrument rating is the hardest part of all this and once yeah. once you're past that instrument rating the rest of it's all downhill and fun I mean it's yeah it's exciting stuff it's and the it,
0: instruments what we use every day, you know. Yep. Still, twenty five years later, uh, you know, we're using skills from from instrument flying. So yeah, right. that's, that's how you but, fly a jet. Yeah, you know.
1: right. But we're also flying it with. A bunch of computer screens staring at us and autopilot and we're we're more a manager of the situation that instrument rating and that little single engine airplane without autopilot your hand flying and you know you got your well for us it was paper charts and there's whatever you know uh, yeah right <laughs> it's a little more stressful than our day-to-day but uh yeah for sure you're right it's it's those are the skills you use in your day-to-day as a right pilot. all right so back to what episode 66 is about here um back to why we filmed this one and this uh is a listener question from Jonathan and uh he emailed us and if you have a question for the podcast you can email us at podcast at propilotplaybook.com. and Jonathan's the subject line is math in aviation
0: oh well, everybody loves man
1: right right so uh here's here's john's question hello i'm thinking of going to flight school at some point in the next couple years and i'm wondering wondering what level of math i'm going to need to fly for the airlines back in high school over 10 years ago the highest level of math that i completed was algebra one and i've heard that i might need trig or geometry is this true (laughs) great question yes Uh, it, actually you know we lot, haven't settled wait real quick though we haven't settled on a title for this episode so anybody watching this right now it's either one of uh two or three things i my favorite was uh am i too dumb to be a pilot <laughs> uh, <laughs> any how, how no smart good do at i need trig. to be yeah i'm no good at trigonometry can i be a pilot <laughs> <laughs> something like that yeah that's what this whole episode is about How smart do you got to be to be a pilot? How much education do you need to be a pilot?
0: Right. And when we were running, when you were, we were talking before the show on which email to go over today, this one right away, I'm like, we got to do this one because the reason why is I've been asked this question so many times. I mean, before I, I was involved in the podcast you know by people um and uh, you, you know all they go oh uh you what do you do for a living they tell you oh you must be really good at math you know they they say that <laughs> have you got right. that sean before
1: he, oh yeah absolutely yeah
0: no. the other one you get uh, <laughs> no. is yeah 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 the, the other <laughs> one you get is uh the vision thing and i i think it comes from fighter pilots i think the Air Force. Uh, i actually we should have asked aaron this but uh previously you had a 2020 vision or something sure. to be a fighter pilot so so uh 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 you, you'll get a reaction oh i wanted to be a pilot also but i wear glasses <laughs> <Right. laughs> oh no, no, that's why why you didn't do it
1: you know yeah i know yeah. lots and lots of guys that wear glasses and fly these jets every day yeah absolutely. actually we have yeah. another episode on that i think we go into detail about guys we've flown with who were probably pretty much blind but out there fly, <laughs> fly <laughs> right. <in a> <laughs> but uh, oh man yeah yeah so uh there is no there's no required we'll just get basic bottom line whatever uh you you're mistaken John whoever told you that is incorrect 100 percent right. incorrect and it just goes back to just general rule in life you know don't believe anything you hear and only half of what you see don't (laughs) don't take other people's words for stuff the naysayers are everywhere right um you don't need trig the algebra one is fine and uh you know nobody's nobody's even going to look at that and uh you know we've if you go through our episodes you're also going to see you don't even need college anymore to be a professional pilot or to be an airline pilot Right even at the majors all that stuff is gone um and the general intelligence of of pilots uh I don't know this may be a bold statement but I think it's uh, the industry is I shouldn't say that the industry is is lending itself where are you going with this to let people (laughs) in that weren't as smart as they used to be Uh, in by and large you don't have to be you don't have to be as smart is it is a human being used to be to be a pilot anymore i mean right sean and i and i i really you know i the way i answered
0: this question 25 years ago is the same as today but it's even easier but um basically addition and subtraction is the only thing that we really use on a regular ba- basis you're you're adding fuel subtracting fuel you're calculating your fuel burn okay the airplane burns this much an hour um it, it holds this many pounds i mean it's all basic math and and you know the Uh, the other thing that was, you know, the only like heavy math, I guess we did 25 years ago was weight and balance. And you would actually write out, um, and you know, this is how many uh, pounds the airplane weighs, and this is where the CG is. And all that was calculated by addition of subtraction. But now all of that is done. It's all plug and play on your iPad. The software is so sophisticated. It just does everything. I mean, literally you touch each seat that has an occupant in it on your iPad and it calculates everything runway slope the wind the climb gradient um all your speeds your takeoff safety speeds your uh uh, all of that is and and you know if it's raining you just touch a thing on your ipad it changes it all that performance stuff is all done for you um in in seconds you know um so really um the addition of subtraction is even less and then yeah the trigonometry I guess you could call calculating a crossing restriction, which is when they say cross this fix, it's so many miles away and you're going so fast. Right. You know, maybe that is some lightweight trigonometry, but the plane figures all that out. Yeah, the
1: computers do it for you now.
0: Yeah. Right. And there's gouges guys will teach you in, in your head anyway, even if you didn't have that. I mean, 25 years ago when we didn't have that, um, you could say I'm this many miles, and then mentally I divide it right. by this much, and and then that tells you how many times you're going to be there. But even back then, you know, even the first jets I was flying, you know, 25 or 30 years ago, had uh, small GPSs in it, and and they could calculate your time to a fix. A GPS could always do that. Sure. So if you needed, you know, cross it, you could do the math based on how many how many times you know in your head, and you always have a calculator with you. You know, your everybody has one in their. In their, and, in their palm of their right. hand, right, right, right. So you know you can do any quick math that you need to. You know when you're calculating fuel load, you'll see guys, even at, you know six point seven pounds per gallon, and you're figuring all that on your phone. You know so, right. um, and and now we don't even like on the Challenger, we don't even calculate um, when the fueler, uh, you know, on the old conventional jets, uh, you know, you needed the fuel. The, the they always pump gallons into your plane. But you always want pounds, right? You're like, well, I'm going to Palm Beach. It burns 7,000 pounds. So I need, you know, uh, 9,000 pounds of fuel. Um, So you would take your your calculator out and you would divide 9,000, subtract what you have on board and then divide it by 6.7 because fuel weighs 6.7 pounds per gallon. And then you would say, hey, I need 375 gallons or whatever you need. Well, uh, now uh, in most of these advanced planes with single point, point refueling, you dial in what you want. You say, "I need seven thousand total." So you put seven thousand pounds in there. They connect the truck, start pumping, and then when it gets to seven thousand pounds, it automatically shuts off. I mean, That's a lot minutes. better
1: on those on those big quantities. So you don't have to do any temperature conversion because yeah. ordering ordering seven thousand, nine thousand pounds in gallons in Costa Rica in the summertime is a lot different number number of gallons than ordering that many gallons in wintertime in Cincinnati. Um, right. When you, when you start getting it up into those eight, nine, 10,000 pounds of fuel, the uh, totally you, know, you can be, you can be off a little bit with temperature, but um, yeah, the airplanes are getting easier to fly. The technology around our job is getting easier to fly. I mean, heck the airliners back in the day used to have three guys up in the cockpit. Now right. there's, now there's, you know, three or five, computers that do the job of that third guy so we don't need him in the car right um but you know I always thought you know I've always taken that with a grain of salt anyway when they say something like oh you could do this job you got to be good at math you know well yes and no because if it's your day-to-day the thing you do over and over and over every day you're gonna get good at that thing whether you suck at math Um, you're just going to get good at it because it's what you got to do every day to do your job. And you're going to figure out little tricks and hacks. And if you, you know, all that education stuff for me, all that is like going to college and saying, you have a degree in this, that's just a box that gets checked that tells somebody at one point in time, you were smart enough to figure this particular thing out. So you're probably smart enough to figure out the particular thing I need to pay you to do. That's all that stuff is. And in the flying thing is getting is, is getting easier. Uh, they don't want us being bombarded and weighed down by doing some complex math in the cockpit, they would rather and it makes sense, you want a computer in there that does that for you that way you're able to sit back and as the pilot manage a situation. Of all these things happening, instead of putting all your focus into, let's see, six point seven. I carry the one, and then I move over. No, don't <laughs> just the computer right, does right. it. Make sure the computer did it right, and you're able to divide your attention among amongst everything instead of just focusing on one thing.
0: Right. Yeah, and I remember, you know, in typewriting school when you learned to fly a specific jet. Um, you know, the feds would want you to do, even though the weight and balance can all be done on a computer. Now they will want you to do one performance problem manually. And I think they're yeah. getting away from all of this, Yeah, but they would have these VR. charts. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and to your point, uh, i I'll, uh, you'll, it'll make sense in a minute. They would have these complex chase charts, they called it. And, and some of the viewers, I, I don't even know if you're not a pilot, if you've seen this, maybe if you're an engineer or something, but basically you bring your, it's a big grid and it has all these lines and crap on it and Spaghetti you start on one side you go, yeah you go to the temperature then you go up here to your weight then you go over here to the wind and then you over here to you know the runway slope then over here then down here and then something the number of pastures in here and then here and then the temperature and then at the end of the chart once you finally go through all of that you get a value at the end and you know it'll be. Uh, uh, eight, you know, 8,000 eight feet or whatever of runway. Well, you'd be sitting in class with you know, 15 or 18 other pilots and they'd be working through this program. And these guys are all smart. And then, uh, they, they'd say, Okay, what'd you guys, they'd start saying, What'd you guys come up with? And then, uh, and, you know, the guy in the front row would go, I got 7,200. And then, and then, and then somebody <laughs> behind him be like, I, I got, I got 6,900. And then, and somebody else would be like, I got 7,500. Nobody had the same answer. And then the instructor right. would go, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got It's 7346 right. it? for those it's of you 70, that 40,
1: knew what they were
0: doing. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And I'm thinking this is ridiculous, right? So um, um, it, it, now everybody, you do that exact same thing with an iPad and everybody comes up with the exact same correct number. So to your point, um, uh, getting the human mathematics and the mental math out of aviation makes it much safer I mean a
1: hundred times safer and they know that yeah the last you know. couple type ratings well I don't know which one it was but yeah the it was check ride time or oral or whatever it was in and, and uh you know I asked him I'm like so we got to do a performance problem it, he's like yeah you have your iPad I'm like I have my iPad he's like well you got the app for the airplane right the uh I think it was the Cess uh Cessna's whatever program for the I'm right, like right. no we don't have an account yet he's like oh, that's all right here you can use mine I mean it wasn't even like get out a book or right. any kind of perform whatever they want you to use the iPad they want to see that you can- they want you to yeah yeah yep. you know Sean
0: the other thing that's important to mention too and it's a little it's on topic but it's not math is there used to be a huge amount of mental memorization So uh, absolutely. uh, And they're getting away from all of that for this exact reason that we're talking about. Um, So you, you have a checklist when things go wrong, you know, a light comes on, something's wrong. You look up in the checklist, it tells you what to do. But the FAA thought during certification of some of these airplanes, especially in the 80s, that if it's an immediate action item, you know, it needs to be taken care of right away and you as the captain don't have time to get the checklist out so they would say you know uh uh, smoke in the cabin or whatever and uh uh, you would immediately have to memorize on your checkride these five steps you know don oxygen mask select 100 percent uh yeah there you go there's a checklist i just
1: grabbed Uh, a couple i had sitting here
0: right right so the red tabs on there were all emergency items and you needed to memorize those things verbatim I mean verbatim yeah you got red Uh, tabs
1: yellow tabs and then there's some other orange tab whatever no white tabs usually but yeah the red ones were all memorized now they've realized this is we're we're these guys don't need to memorize this stuff right and for the viewers that is not a hard it's not hard
0: um anybody watching this can memorize all that shit it just takes forever i mean we have these notepad note cards and then it would say smoke in the cockpit and then you would say to yourself okay i'm going to do this this, this and then you flip it over and check yourself and to be honest with you you would forget a lot of that stuff and then you would have to relearn it again every six months when you go back to training so the fa is kind of like you know what in the I heat of somebody two. got we got we got these go. little
1: note cards so yeah. yeah they started making them for yeah. you yeah the environmental system smoke fire or odor and then you'd sit there and try to rattle off all the items and uh you know on the back of the card it tells you what you would do you know yes cockpit yeah. mask and those are the professional those are yeah, those are professional. <laughs> yeah, these are, uh, yeah, they made these. Uh, back in yeah. the day,
0: we would make our own. You know, you sure. drive it in right. Walgreens. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, then they realized well, having these pilots. So if they're having, people are having difficulty reciting all that shit when they're sitting in an office doing a check ride. Um, how about after you've been to training for five, uh, you haven't been to training for five months, and then you have a serious, scary emergency, you know, where you're seeing fumes in the, in the, in the cockpit or whatever, you're not thinking clearly anyway, because you're under pressure, then you miss three or four of those, you know, on a list. And then you right. screw up, they're like, there's got to be a better way to do this. So now they're saying, well, have the emergency item checklist within arm's reach in a clear format in the cockpit. So if there isn't a, uh, isn't a emergency, you can quickly reach it. And then the newer airplanes are really nice ones like the G G 500 and all that stuff the plane identifies the emergency that's occurring and then it has the items, you know, right Right. on the screen. It just pops up for you. Is, is, or is any of your stuff doing that? Is it showing?
1: We have, we have electronic checklists in the airplanes at some of the Uh airplanes, but nothing pops up automatic like that. Um, Gotcha. But uh, yeah,
0: I don't, I don't have that either. And that, you know, the problem is there's a lot of revisions to that crap too. Like the lawyers, you know, somebody, you know, Catches on fire, and then they sue the manufacturer because they skipped a step. So they're constantly, yep. you know, updating those checklists for all that. But I guess we digressed a little on this, but it is a great topic because I don't want people watching this of average intelligence um, uh, to say. Well, you know, I, and that's why, you know, if you rewatch the F 16, uh, fighter jet, uh, interview that we did, which is a great, it's very long, but it's very informative. And I encourage everybody to watch, yeah. watch it. But, Major Werner says, this, yeah,
1: yeah, he, he does not I asked him this question. Him. Yeah, 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 you did. We talked about it in length, actually, about, and he was saying he doesn't consider himself a smart individual. He, he failed his, uh, um, some portion of the test once and had to retake it and then even then his scores weren't great right yeah and i've never considered myself a smart person either i mean i i educate myself and i dive into things i'm interested in so if right if you want to talk about hot tubs or something i'm pretty knowledgeable in hot tubs because i've had to work right. on one enough now but right um, right yeah yeah. but i'm i'm don't consider myself smart And so you get it, good at
0: working on things sean when you're cheap and you have no money <laughs>
1: yes yes you do yeah what's that uh country song if it's broke around here we can fix it <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs>
0: oh um, man no like, I, I i feel i feel the same way
1: yeah, if you're if if you're somebody who's you know you think you're not capable of doing it because of your intelligence level, man, that's a bad way of thinking. And something else, um, uh, that I just thought of, John, uh, is John right? I'm sorry, yeah. John. Um, you know, you said something about starting training in the next couple of years. No, no, drive out to the airport now. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't, right. Don't wait. right right why are you wait yeah
0: the, it's more about persistence than it is about uh, knowledge and and honestly in that fighter video uh, he says that he, you know he was showing up at the airport and he really wanted it yeah. and they can see that and that's that's what that's what got him through you know i mean there's an old saying Ninety percent uh, of being successful is showing up, man, and that that really is it. You know. Um, yep. And uh, uh, my uh, uh, the famous Gary Vaynerchuk, he's a famous YouTuber. You know, he always says, uh, uh, and uh, you know, uh, ideas are shit, and implementation is key. Mm-hmm. And what what he means by that is you could sit here and analyze all oh, which flight school am i going to go to and 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 uh what uh, should i relocate and, th- and this and that and and what kind of planes do they have and am i going to should i do an accelerated program or should i do a, a short one or uh you know all and, and you could sit there and just analyze this stuff and never take action right. and you're never going to be a pilot you know you're better off just just starting somewhere and you know seeing what happens you, know? you
1: can do anything you want being persistent right. and passionate is going to beat natural talent every time
0: every time yeah. every time yep yep yep
1: and, and you yep. be by the way one last thing on that uh, as we're driving a whole nother subject into the ground here uh, John, <laughs> John if if you're saying in the next couple of years because it's something to do with finances or something like that go watch the interview with Jamal the gentleman we just mentioned in the very beginning of this video about going to ATP and their financing options and how you can basically go start your flight training, right. with Zero, zero doll hairs in your pocket.
0: Yep. I just had a personal friend call me and then they put me in touch with, uh, um, uh, a guy that's wanting to get into aviation. Uh, this just yesterday. And I, and I took a call with him and, uh, yeah, I just, I, after we got the phone call, I sent him that link and I said, you know, This is hard to beat right here. When he was talking about those signing bonuses and the stipend when you're from Frontier, when you're a flight instructor and, you know, the finance, it's just, to me, it's a no brainer. I wish that stuff was around when I did it, you know. Right.
1: But if, no, there are plenty of dummies, just like when you, when you're out trying to drive to the grocery store, you know, there's always a dummy (laughs) driving slow in the left lane, you know. There's plenty of dummies in the aviation world too that are pilots <laughs> i've I've flown with some, you know uh, a perfect example here's a here's somebody I've <laughs> i gotta be careful here because they may watch this. I don't know if I should tell this story, but um <laughs> I was shutting the cabin door on an airplane one time that you know it's one of those big air stair folding whatever and when it this was a hawker right. Hawker eight hundred and it has mm-hmm. this it has this handle on it. After the door's shut, it has this really tight spring. When Man, when it gets close to that door, it wants to jerk right out of your hand and slap into the door. I mean, it's it's violent. And if your hand was in there when that handle closed, I mean, God, I wouldn't even want to think about how it'd be like shutting your hand in a car door. Right. And right. the thing is though, it would be very easy to do because you're gripping it and whatever. And as it takes off, you know, if you don't open your hand up and let it go, it could take your hand with it. So I'm closing, teaching one of the kids with me uh, on on the hawker. What I call him a kid, one of the young co-pilots. I'm teaching him this door and I'm giving him all the warnings and my technique for doing it. So I make sure I don't get my hand caught in there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, uh, I've already done that. I'm like, you've already done what? Somebody already showed you the door. He's like, no, I shut my hand in it. <laughs> It got my hand i'm like oh my god did it break your finger and he's like no no uh not the first time but the second time i thought it did i'm like oh, you've once. <laughs> that's correct so there oh, are man. dummies flying airplanes I, You're getting- I
0: had an old chief pilot <laughs> and he he managed a lot of pilots and he would always say uh 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 he'd say something he'd tell a story like that about somebody doing something dumb and he's like mike you got to remember uh no, there's no pilot is completely useless they can always serve as a bad example <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes Oh
0: now, man, so to you
1: cut that story out of there because oh man
0: the kid uh, you know what that person watching <laughs> but but yeah, hopefully you guys uh, found some encouragement in this episode and uh, yeah, keep tuning in and uh, check out our course. It's online yeah. now. Uh, we've got a different product now that we're offering with uh, independent cl- coaching that's had a great response. That just started last week, but yeah, check yes. out Profile at Playbook.com and yep. uh, we look forward to having yeah, a few I don't more know, guests on here.
1: This is This is brand new. I don't know how long it's going to last, but yeah. As of right now, there's a weekly, there's a, one of the, the propopplaybook.com, One of the things we're selling is weekly. You can get on live with us kind of in a zoom format and you can ask us your explicit questions, you know, that deal with your exact situation and we'll sit there and we'll tell you what we think. We'll one-on-one conversation. Uh, well, yeah. you know, it's in a group setting. I would say one-on-one, but it's everybody else can benefit from the answer too. But, yep. um, yeah. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. If yep. you've got a question for us, podcast at propopplaybook.com. And we'll see you next week.
0: Bye-bye.